Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dork down for a this is Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. It's episode 56. I'm in my living room with my fellow comedy film nerds, uh, writers, and, and founder, one of the founders. Anyway, let me, let, you know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, the donation button. Knock yourselves out, people. Uh, and I got new trinkets. So if you order anything off the merch page, you... Um, We'll get a magnet. You'll get a Dork Ranger of the Dork Forest magnet. And by the way, if you just want a Ranger of the Dork Forest magnet, send me like two bucks. Do you know what that would be? That would be a buck, which would be the cost of the envelope and the thing, and a buck for me having to put it all together. How do you feel about that? Uh, is that my PayPal? What do you care? Anyway, so uh, that's about it. Sitting in, in the room, founder of Comedy Film Nerds, uh, friend of the show, but has not been on pre-recorded. Chris Mancini, welcome to the program. Oh, great to be here. Dork. This is a, yeah. This is all new setup. It's a whole new setup. Thank you, people who donated. Yes. And then first time doing his podcast that isn't a comedy film nerds podcast. Neil Weekly. Why hello, hello Neil Weekly. What, what what do you seek? What are you looking for? Oh, so I just said a spider just crawled past yeah. the table. Oh, that's that's creepy and yeah. wrong. There's a rule in this house. Small, not large one. It's not I don't a, care. Not a wolf spider. Not a wolf okay spider. Though. Not no, a not no, not a, a black widow. Looked hungry. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> Bypassed the uh, the cashews, so it can't yeah. be that hard. Right. Oh, by the way, if you're allergic to nuts, uh, these were don't processed. Listen. In uh, a, uh, <laughs> don't listen to then the show. Then it's too late. Yeah, too late. You're dead now. Yeah. <laughs> the, the peanut mist will go through the sound equipment into your earballs. Too many people have shoved Snickers bars in their pie holes while talking on this podcast. Was it just like a? I actually don't enjoy spiders, no, so was it, it was, just like a daddy log link kind of thing, tiny. or it was, it was or is it just that, that big? It, it was, was trying to get away. Small. It was, yeah, he was, okay, was like okay. ah, freaked out and he ran away. Go good for him because uh, I'm, I don't know, I don't enjoy his work. Here's the deal with spiders. <laughs> In, inside the house, you're a dead man. Outside yeah, the house, sure. unless you're a black widow, you go about your way. That's mm-hmm. it. That's it's, fair. That's fair enough. And every spider should know that. Every si- yeah, yeah. Really should. I made a pact with him in yeah. a dream once. <laughs> anyway, it's a fascinating tale <laughs> of, uh, of my, my dreams and my spider nightmares when I would wake up screaming. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, Was it a spider herald? Herald? Yeah. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I did have bugles out earlier. Uh yeah, so we've made no plan. All we know, all we know about all of ourselves is that we enjoy comedy. Indeed, we enjoy film and movies and comic books and comic yeah. books and uh, and and we could talk about all that stuff. I like sure. Neil, Neil. You were talking to your like you're more a Vertigo guy. You say, yeah, most of the stuff I. Um, That's the publisher. Yeah. Yeah. It's an offshoot of of DC, but but I, and I have mentioned I like to mention this uh, this comic book almost every episode. Unwritten people get out there and read it. I have uh, read Mike it. Carey, I, I have not, and Mike Carey is a great writer. Now, what what so. what what other stuff have you liked? Uh, I've loved. I loved the Lucifer series. That's that was great. That was a spinoff of Neil Gaiman's Sandman. Yeah. And that was amazing. Another favorite, of course. Neil right. Gaiman. I'll, leave, I'll read anything Neil Gaiman does. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Even his, his shopping list would be fine, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's probably fascinating. He I, even I, did, do, um, I follow him on Twitter. You guys follow Neil on Twitter? I, yeah. Us mm-hmm. and 1.6 million other people. <laughs> and his uh, uh, lovely... Now, wife, I believe, Amanda Palmer. Oh, I don't follow her, but uh, Neil Gaiman once responded to one of my tweets. Nice. I, I would, uh, Sweet. I almost took a screenshot, people. That's how dorky it <laughs> yeah. got. That's no, how dorky it got. I would have probably yeah, done the what same. what the heck, huh? Yeah, sure. He even did uh, that miniseries that was uh, was good. What was it? Uh, the Eternals. 
Yes. He did. He did that. Oh, right. That was good. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That was a Neil Gaiman. Mm-hmm. Mike Carey's Lucifer, though. I really like that. Um, yeah. so, you know, I was talking to somebody and they were like, yeah, Neil Gaiman created it. And I was like, yeah, but Mike Carey wrote 75 issues. I'm going <laughs> to let, let Mike Carey own that one. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's fine. You can give him a little sure. credit at that point. At After that issue point. 74. <laughs> right. Anything yeah. Yeah, yeah. in your late 60s, <laughs> I'll cut you some slack. Yeah. By 75, yeah, you, you own it. Uh, I, I just, I remember reading the same when it first came out it was uh, i remember it wasn't even that popular like, no. No, no, no. when did it come out I, um, um it was forced upon me uh just six years ago was it 80s or was 90s it 80, 88 or 89 yeah. it might have been, been yeah. the 89 i i could yeah. put it in the notes or and, you could look it up and mm-hmm. i remember reading an interview with neil gaiman where he was first kind of coming on the scene he was like yeah we did some signings and like you know 12 people showed up no one no one cared yeah and, you I, know and it turned up into this huge blew up into this huge thing yeah and, uh, uh I one heard, of the first com- uh, comic books that they said women really, really gravitated towards. Like, was Sandman. Uh, with Sandman. But like the first like horror comic that women actually okay. uh, enjoyed. Mm. Wow. That's interesting because, um, w- weirdly enough, I can read horror comics, but I can't watch horror movies. I can't read uh, mm. horror books. Uh, <laughs> my idea of horror television is Bones. And, uh, <laughs> that is not not horror <laughs> television. <laughs> I don't even know what... No dark what, shadows for you? No dark shadows, no true blood, mm, no yeah. sparkle vampires, no none of it. It <laughs> took me a while to get... Sparkle vampires? vampires. <laughs> not really horror. Not really <laughs> vampires either. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't count. <laughs> Ooh, somebody's bossy about vampires. <laughs> hey, well, sorry, sparkle vampires just don't yeah, count. Yeah, forget it. They don't what, count. No, what, what are Real the, vampires what are, the are probably the most angry about sparkle vampires. <laughs> <laughs> At least True Blood, they could what? probably get on board with. Is is True Blood? Yeah. No, True Blood is not Sparkle Vampires. The only one that Sparkle Vampires is Twilight, and that was the, okay. Like, and No Fangs, and all these ridiculous. No Fangs. Things. Yeah, no. There's fangs. No Fangs in Twilight. No Fangs in Twilight. Oh, that's another even more mistake. Ridiculous! Of... I didn't know about that. Yeah, just, yeah. Just one Why wouldn't it be an Angry Werewolves? An Angry. Oh my God, that trailer no. made me laugh most, so hard. Most the new uh, are probably angry. The new <laughs> Surly. The, the new uh, <laughs> Surly for sure. Oh, I love. Yeah, I love like the new trailer. It's so we're just laughing hysterically. That new Twilight trailer. It's which like, which uh, book is it, or which title is it? Um. Whatever the last one, Breaking Dawn New, or something. Okay. Yeah, it's like, you know, they're pulling a Harry Potter, breaking it into two sure. movies. Mm. And it was like, everyone's like looking at a piece of paper and then like, you know, getting angry and nuts. And then like, <laughs> you know, the werewolf, he, of course he doesn't have a shirt on. He looks at it and, uh, and he ripped. starts running out and, goes, and like turns into a werewolf. And then you, you see the paper and it's like a wedding invitation between uh, Edmund and uh, Bella. It's the most, it's the funniest thing. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm like, oh my God. Hilarious. Poor little emo werewolf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they are all super emo. So a product of... You, you ever listen to Atmosphere? Emo hip-hop? You ever listen no, to them? No, I have. A little hip-hop group from uh, from Minneapolis that uh, is pretty kind of emo. That's funny. It's, uh, but I like them just because I like a nice thing. Who doesn't like a nice thing? And you, that, you'd think that then I would give, obviously, Twilight a chance, but... Uh, you don't have to give Twilight a chance. I, you know what? T- tell me I don't have to give Game of Thrones a chance. Why don't you do that? No, you, you do have to give Game of Thrones <laughs> a chance. fucking absolve me of Game of Thrones. No, you have to give Game of Thrones a chance. You know what? I've chance. decided I don't care that winter is coming. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care that. I understand it's Don't coming. you understand? There are seven kingdoms. Not five. Seven. <laughs> well, that's what I also don't appreciate is that uh, he's on five. And uh, if he pulls a Robert Jordan and dies, granted, there'll be Brandon Sanderson to pick up the pieces. But mm-hmm. it's... Uh, oh, El Sprague de Camp. 
<laughs> oh, wow, that's really dorky. What is that? He's Go there. The, he's the author that finished all of Robert E. Howard's Conan stories. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Do you much know, to Rob- the chagrin of the fans, I'm sure. And <laughs> Robert Parker finished. It was a uh, was it a Dashiell Hammett or no? It was a Chandler book, oh. a Raymond Chandler book. And you're like Spencer for hire guy. Why don't you leave it? Yeah. <laughs> and I like Let Robert go. Parker. <laughs> I don't mind Robert Parker, but I really don't think he's Raymond Chandler. It's an entirely different vibe. No. Yeah. So. But so you've read the Game of Thrones, uh, or have no. you just seen the TV? No, I just uh, I I think that uh, you want to borrow them. They're right over there. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, I want to read them and I want to see the show, and I, I have it on my queue. And here's why: even sight unseen, it deserves a chance because epic fantasy on television doesn't get on very often. That's true. So it's the kind of thing where, uh, good or bad, you have to see it and support it at the beginning. If it's shitty, then don't support it. But it deserves a uh, it deserves a shake. Well, let me tell you this. I have read 60 pages into the book. I have listened to about an hour of the audio book. I have it on many different formats, is what I'm telling you, <laughs> and I've given it a shot. Uh, I was just in Montreal. And but have Brian, you given it a shot visually? I have I've not. I don't have <laughs> I don't have HBO, though I yeah, suppose... you have to wait for the DVD. There's, there's BitTorrent, but uh, let's not encourage <laughs> let's that. Let's not go there. <laughs> let's not encourage Shh, that. Quiet. <laughs> Nobody knows about that. That's <laughs> just me knowing things. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can't... Um, yeah, I tried to read it, and it's just like, first of all, I can tell from page 10 or 12 that everyone's going to die. Everyone. It was everyone. a violent time, Jackie. Well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, those dire wolves. A lot, a lot of swords and things. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of things lot, that could kill you just walking point, outside the uh, cottage. A lot of pointy business. A lot of pointy, pointy knives. Yeah. Mm-hmm, sure mm-hmm. It, wasn't the, it wasn't the plague. It was a dragon. Something's going to get you. Walking just down the uh, thoroughfare onto the cobblestones. Exactly. I'm giving up on the headphones. It's too hot, even though I got the AC cranked in here. But, uh, yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, I'm willing. I, I like. I saw Legend of the Seeker, and I read mm-hmm. six of those books. Really? Yeah. And, oh, books. Legend of the Seeker. Yeah. Didn't have to give that one a chance. Oh, <laughs> now why would I be absolved? <laughs> I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why you absolved me. You saw the picture of the author, which looked like every kind of ban- banana head at a Ren fair, where it's just like you ever meet those guys that are, um, they're just I don't know, they're like, they're. They look sort of dark sidery, kind of pale, with mm. all one length hair, and then, but it's this burnished, burnished brown hair that's in a yes. ponytail. And then he he does this thing where he puts his tilts his chin down, so he has to look out through his eyebrows, <laughs> and uh, that's his headshot spooky. on the back of his Legend of the Seeker books. It's and all ominous looking. Every book, every book is the same <laughs> as the last book, and the first book was pretty good, so I lasted. Easily six books, but there's like fourteen books. Wow! And there is FX. I don't know if it's still happening, but there were there was a se- there was a a miniseries. There was they were doing us by the same people who did Hercules and Xena. Yeah, that's well. There was is a, that part of the problem as well? Well, you know, and Hercules and Xena show. were like yeah. good starts, but then the they wore out. They wore out their oh. welcome pretty kind of quickly. Stuff. Like, uh, you know, Hercules and Xena were really fun. Yeah. And then they just went on they forever. Fun, they poked fun of themselves, And then too. it got they too much. Kinda... And then it was like, then after poking fun of yourself, then what's left? I'm like, well, now it's it, you've gone from camp to kitsch mm. in the last couple of seasons. And then it's like, from well, no, I don't want to see that again. You know, yeah. it's a Legend of the Seeker. I, I, I don't well, want to see that again. The, the Legend of the Seeker didn't have the... the it didn't have... Wink, it, wink. It was straight. They played yeah, they, it all. they played they it full they didn't, on. They didn't laugh at themselves. They weren't or around at all. The, they were serious. Yeah, and that guy ripped <laughs> that off. Was, I think I mean, that's why it didn't work. It was it was <laughs> like Willow. 
You know, yeah. I mean, in, the, in yeah. the way that it was like there was a Gandalf guy, there was a right. <laughs> there yeah. was a was there a seeker? Um, there was a seeker. He <laughs> a seeker. is the seeker, and uh, and then there was the girl. He had the the she's uh, some untouchable lady that uh, he had a crush on. And, sure, right. And then, but in the books, every single. You know, you read the first one, and in the first one, he ends up being in bondage and being tortured by these. It's all S&M, and you're just like, it's a glimpse into this guy's sexual fantasies. And I, don't, I don't need 120 pages there of were, it. There, there were scenes of hot women making out on that show. Constantly? Oh, uh, consistently, so they were, yeah, not not constant, not every episode, but it was, yeah, it was. Oh, I go was three out of five. Then, then, then it's actually even more of a mystery why it didn't do better. <laughs> well, because they're doing that more and more. They're just like, you know what? And I think, quite honestly, it will inure the uh, the world to watching anybody make out. They're like, oh, okay. And the yeah. next thing, I'm what I don't want to happen is someone making out with their dog. I don't want that. To happen. <laughs> no. It's just like you know, I really find that attractive. Been season three. <laughs> season three. <laughs> That's, That's a good looking chicken. You ever see that chicken? <laughs> Remember that in Midnight Run <laughs> <laughs> with Charles Grodin? And uh, you ever see that movie? Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, uh, Charles Grodin and, uh, and De Niro. De Niro. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's so it's much cursing. I'm, I'm a white collar criminal. <laughs> yeah. Right, he's talking to his kid. Yeah, yeah. They don't look like a criminal. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a white collar. Yeah. yeah. So, and, uh, is your name Red? It's like, do you have red hair? Do you dye your hair? Remember that when he's getting the twenty dollar bills out of the? I, I own that movie. I watched it a lot. I watched it. Yeah, right before the show. Right before the show, I was watching it. That and Roger Rabbit over yeah. and over. What? No. Uh, oh, Roger Rabbit. Remember Roger Rabbit? I don't yeah. have to watch Roger Rabbit because like, I see Charles Fleischer at the Whole Foods constantly. Me too. Me too. And, and does he do the? Oh, oh yeah. Just while you're there, oh, yeah. yeah. No, he does. In he fact, will. When I have one of my kids with me, um, I just bring him, and then he entertains them for like five to ten minutes. That's awesome. It's uh, he will work aisle leave two. Him, leave Let him me tell you. Yeah. And I, I can't get past him too because I'm walking. I always I hear behind me, Mancini. I recognize oh, really? you from the back. So, oh my god! Then, uh, but no, you must have talked to him more so than funny. once. Oh my, yeah, like many times, every time because he's there a lot. And then we were we were talking, and then he's entertained. So finally, I had to show my daughter. Roger Rabbit. She'd never seen it. She's like, here's the guy that keeps entertaining you. At the old he voiced this uh, rabbit. Right. And he That's did a, a lovely job. Yeah, yeah. Really? I'll tell you, that movie's really, really dated now when you watch no, it. No, no, it holds up. It does not hold it up. It holds up. American hold up. public, know in your heart that I am correct. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, no way. It does, it. It does not hold up. You years. know what? I'll, I'll, I'll what tell doesn't, you what, Okay, what, I'll tell what you. Yeah. I, let me clarify that statement. The, um, the story... And you do know a lot more about movies. The story and the characters hold up. The technology and the visual effects look incredibly like you're watching like 30s visual oh, effects, well, like that kind of thing. Well, that's fine. But that's not. I, you know, that's, that's, you ever watch Gamera? Oh yeah, yeah. The, the old originals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you could see the guy with the I mean, hand. The even the moving Godzilla the movies are yeah. better. Oh, it's oh, like oh sure, but, but the, the reason I say that is because um, when you have a movie like Roger Rabbit that was so innovative at the time because of its special effects. Right. You notice it more when the effects don't hold up. Where if you have something with like an average effects or something that they're not as critical to the story and everything, mm-hmm. then it the movie ages a little bit better. So you so you think that the special effects actually just pull you out of the movie? Yes, I think because they feel so dated. Okay, because mm-hmm. I, I love the plot so much. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy Roger Rabbit. My favorite line, and I've said it before, I'll say it again, uh, my favorite line of Roger Rabbit is when Bob Hoskins is sawing the handcuffs off of Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit pulls his handcuffs out and holds the box steady. And Bob Hoskins says, 
could you do that at any time? And Roger Rabbit says, only when it was funny, yeah, which is the line. best line yeah, ever. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, that's what. That's what I can only do some things when it's funny. I, I would think that it would, I'd have to see it. It's been a few years since I've seen yeah, it. I, I, it. I'd have to see I it again one. because because I would think that because of the specific style of animation effects, that it would hold up better. It does. Yeah, it, no, it I don't does. know what I'm you're talking to, about. Are you talking it. about like when somebody hands them a, uh, a handkerchief? I'm talking about when the uh, live action characters interact with the animated characters. I, I, I don't think it's up. But it's see, up it's, a specific, it's, not, it's a very specific hand drawn animation, and it's it's not. I mean, you don't even but, see but, it anymore. But that's what I'm saying. Uh, but but the problem know, is, but, it looked so seamless at the time. Like I never would have thought that at the time when I'm I, watching. You know what? I didn't think it was that seamless. Either I didn't think at so the time. either. Like I could specifically oh, see, I did. when I first and then you could see where the costumes like. Strangling. It's like he's clearly not strangling an enemy. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Maybe I bought it too much when it first came out. Yeah. <laughs> and now, now, as you've because matured, they're so yeah. completely. I mean, it's so that the animation I, is so completely fantasy related. I really it's not, yeah. not realistic in the slightest. Because yeah, I really yeah. saw it when I saw it. I'm like, oh yeah, this is really cool. The way you know it melded together. Now it it doesn't. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. All right, well, you know what. Watch it again, Neil. You'll be I the will. tiebreaker. I do have You'll to see it again. <laughs> you will be the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. I've, been, I've, I've been meaning to buy it on on. Even Blu-ray, just even though... Blue, well, you could just you know, come to Whole Foods and, 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 and see Charles oh, I would like Charles Fleischer to reenact the entire <laughs> film. Really, really like. Somebody told me that he dressed in the rabbit costume the entire uh, shoot. Yes. <laughs> and, and he would only deliver his lines in the rabbit costume. Uh, that is true. That's You can see that on the uh, behind the scenes. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's Sean, actually, he's, Sean he's in, Young School of... He's in the rabbit costume. Roger now. Rabbit, yeah. I don't know that the second half of that is true or not, where he would only deliver the lines if he was in the rabbit <laughs> costume, but he definitely wore one on the set. Okay, That's okay. Funny. Yeah. It's Ooh, you know what I just saw? No, uh, this is not... We, we have made very little plan, except for that we all enjoy <laughs> film. But I just books. saw... And comic and books. comic books. I just saw... A ventriloquist. Oh. I saw Nina Conti, which is Tom Conti's daughter. Wow. Now, Tom Conti being. Oh, great. A British actor, yeah, a character actress. actor who I can't remember 70s, any of his work. 60s, 70s. Yeah, yeah. You know. He was. But do you remember, Chris? Do you ever Tom remember Conti. any Tom Conti work? Anyway, but uh, it'll be in the notes or it won't. Yeah. <laughs> but you could, you could look it up, people. C O N T I. He didn't. Did I was he, thinking of the movie Dummy. Did, did he play. On Friends, wasn't he one of the dads or something? Father of Emily when Ross was marrying yeah, the British girl Emily. Oh, you know what? He played her dad, I think. Okay. And and what's her name from uh, Abfab played the mother. Okay. So they, they were oh, that's wife. hilarious. Yeah, and he, and of course he was drooled and drunk cold at time like mm-hmm, this and trying mm-hmm. to get trying to get Ross's parents to pay for everything. It was an Arthur. That yeah. Was, I think that was Tom oh. Conti. Yeah. It was, uh, right, and then. his daughter, Nina Conti, is a ventriloquist. That's interesting. And wow. I saw her do an hour of ventriloquism. Let me tell you something. Ventriloquism? You, I want her to be on the dork forest because you have to be a giant dork to become a ventriloquist. You sure it's, do. It's interesting that it's she hours in front of her because yeah. it's how many people? What percentage of people pick that? Something being you a really ventriloquist have to practice today and like ventriloquists kind of crazy. Their mind just kind of splits. They're well, you wonder about different. that because you're like, I mean, she seems sane oh, enough. Now you and I have worked with enough ventriloquists to know. <laughs> you know, I haven't actually ever worked with. <laughs> wow, a ventriloquist. you haven't. I've worked with magicians. Oh, I've no. worked with prop comics. Oh, I've worked no. with guitar comics. I have never worked with a ventriloquist. I have worked with many ventriloquists. More than one. More than one. More yes. than three? Mm, probably, yeah. Three. I, I worked with Willie Tyler and Lester once. Okay. Wow. Uh, but I, I worked remember, with a clown once. 
Uh, no, not uh, the clown. <laughs> but I remember talking to one of them. It was uh, Vince D'Antona, uh, and his, uh, I don't even know if he's still alive anymore, but his, he had his wooden buddy, George. Okay. It was his, uh, his you know, his She good... had some fancy, fancy yes. talky dudes. Mm-hmm. I mean, her puppets were very fancy. Well, mm-hmm. it was a, um, but anyway, what I, I, I worked with like a bunch of them. Like it was a Philly guy, but the, I worked with a bunch of them on the road. You see a lot of them on the road in that kind of Catskills, Pennsylvania, <laughs> New Jersey, where I worked in Ohio. Right. That's right, where right. I found a lot of them. I remember talking to one of them and i was just joking around with him and i said hey um does your dummy cry out to you at night <laughs> you know I, oh, and i made it you should and did. i've heard and, so many stories like and, that uh, what did he and he responded he laughed he thought that was funny and he goes no no and then he responded um unironically he sleeps right next to me why would he cry out <laughs> Oh, my God. See, the thing is, is that's why I want to have her on, because I'm like, celebrate the ventriloquism. Because to become a ventriloquist, you, I mean, it's worse than magic. Because magic, I mean, you spend hours a day doing up-close magic in front of a mirror, right? So you're already antisocial. But uh, a ventriloquist, you're antisocial, but you're social, because you're talking. You're throwing your your voice. You're trying to interact. And so it was all crowd work. She She did 40 minutes of crowd work and uh she had i think three different puppets and then she put those face puppets on people you know what those, are those? Things? no they're, they're they're you connect them to people's ears and then you can work um you pull a string and it makes the mouth go and but so you put it on people you like put it mask? on somebody for yeah like a mask but it's only the lower half of the face so it looks absurd <laughs> and oh, then two people you know a person comes up from the audience puts this thing on and then you make and they don't say anything and then you just Make well, them talk. Well, people also don't understand. <laughs> That's very bizarre. Ventriloquism yeah. too. Like yeah. uh, I remember another ventriloquist was telling me. I, I can't believe I have all these ventriloquist stories. It's awesome. Um, he said yeah. that uh, he was doing a TV spot, yeah. and he said the um, you know the audio guys were so stupid, they were trying to mic the dummy. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! He said they mic'd him, and they're like, "All right, well, no, we need to mic the dummy." He goes, "No, you don't." What do you mean? Why? Isn't he going to talk? It's like. <laughs> He, think that through, buddy. Think it through. So he actually got a, a conversation with the audio guy about why he didn't have to mic the dummy. I'll tell you, Nina Conti, wow. her her act is very meta. Like it's she's addressing like the the dummies are doing that thing where they make fun of her because and it's talking about how they're dummies. Like she had one of those like Madonna. I'm sure they're not called that, but it's like a lavalier kind of. But it's like a, a face mic, right? Mm-hmm. And. Um, she, it was like the dumb. Her monkey is the main. Her main dummy. I don't like the monkey the best. Quite honestly, gonna go out, gonna go out on a limb. <laughs> I would say the last, the last puppet she had, which was a character she said she got as a gift, and was a New York, um, like a brash New York lady, and she's British, and so she does this brash New York lady voice, and then she switched voices. Like the brash New York lady, if if it were a person, yeah. said, "Why don't Why don't you give me your voice, and then you do my voice. You do the brash New York lady." And so she did her own voice. She threw her own voice. Wow. Which was kind of spooky looking. I mean, it was kind of neat. I don't know. Interesting. Wayland Flowers and Madam never did that. (laughs) I do like Flowers and Madam. I don't mind. I don't mind ventriloquism. I don't don't, uh, go out of my way for it. But I like the idea of the commitment of that and mime. So if um, (laughs) if ventriloquism was broken down on the road, would you stop? If a ventriloquist was broken down on the road, would I stop and help him? Uh, 
Depends if it was after dark. Yeah. Because uh, of Chucky. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Chucky oh, and, had to and, be mic'd. And magic. Uh, yes. <laughs> and, uh, yes, yeah, we don't want any magic. Mr. Anthony Hopkins and his mm-hmm. creepy doll. Yeah. Oh, did, was it? Which when was that made? I don't remember so that one. 78, 78 or eighty. By the way, the uh, it was January of eighty nine was Sandman. Um, I think oh, eighty nine. Okay, of eighty nine. Yeah, uh, I think I think it was nineteen seventy eight. Magic, and it was Sir Anthony Hopkins and uh, and Anne Margaret. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> and the freaky dummy that when you look at it too long, you realize it's the it's the character from Mad Magazine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow! That is a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot, and I—that's a lot of weird information to have about that. No, I like about that. Now, I mean, now why? I here's my thing about movies. I never know who anyone is. I never know. Like, I know I write for comedy film nerds rarely, but always with panache and style. Indeed. Uh, But the. but I never know who the actors are, and I never knew. That's what IMDb is for. Well, and I and I look them up, but mm-hmm. but some people. Neil's good at that. He like recognizes actors from everything. Like yeah, recognizes usually. people in different acting roles. I I let go of the reality of it all, and I say to myself, "Oh, look, that's not Eddie Murphy. That's a guy named Dave." <laughs> that's the worst movie ever. Oh, that's a horrible. Uh, <laughs> what a meet Dave. Yes, it's the worst example. But but I mean, so did you? I mean, because when I was a kid. When I was little, we never watched movies. And but when I was in junior high, I would go. I would take a a, a bus and watch like three movies in a day. Oh no, I would watch movies all the time as as yeah, a kid. But here's the thing: I, I wouldn't know names either as as a kid. But you would go, oh, that's the guy from that, or that's the girl from that. Like you would start to get face recognition, right? Without um, knowing their names, and right? There was no internet back then. You could right? look it right. up, right? Right? They just had that Leonard Maltin book that you had to yeah, buy. And God knows you're not going to try to <laughs> yeah. match up. Up the face with the uh, credits at the end because there were no DVDs. You couldn't pause. Right, right. You had right. to quickly, quickly <laughs> so, take notes. So, read it so all of a sudden, it's just, oh, that's the guy from blah, blah, blah. That's yeah. it. That's as far as you went. Right. Unless you went into Us magazines or, I mean, people had to be really famous for me to know who they were. And now too many people are famous. And so I don't know who any of them are. Like, who's the woman who's in Easy A, but she's also in Crazy Stupid Love or whatever? Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. I like her. Mm-hmm. Don't know her name. I'm like. <laughs> you do now. Write it down. <laughs> there we go. Emma Stone. We'll put it in the thing. It's- she was also going to be starring in The Help coming out. Oh, is that coming out? Mm-hmm. And and she's going to be in that? Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Good. I like, did you guys. Um, so, did you see all of the, the comic book movies, Neil? I have seen all the comic book movies, I think. Did you see Green Lantern? Um, sadly, yes. <laughs> uh, that, did you write a review? I did. All right. And on Comedy Film Nerds. It was stinky. And it was, oh, was it? It was really bad. And I wasn't even, like, like the Green Lantern wasn't even a character that I, I mean, I, I knew, the, like, just the very basics. See, right. I loved Green Lantern. It was one of my favorites. Now, why? Didn't, now, I didn't know that much about it. So, I was kind of coming from, yeah. you know, an aspect. It was, okay, well, I'm not even, so I'm not, not being a big fan. Maybe I'll have a better perspective on it. I'll just right, because your expectations will be much know. lower. And still, it was just completely ridiculous. <laughs> Did I just you love see the it? idea? No, that's the one I haven't seen this and, summer. And yet, you're a fan of. And I'm a huge fan. Well, the reason I haven't seen it is because I'm a huge fan. Oh, right, right. <laughs> you're like, oh, oh, don't ruin this. I mean, don't ruin it. And, it yeah. and as I was never on board with Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern, and uh, I, I'm looking at it because I always liked as a kid. I would watch like all you know the Super Friends shows and all yeah. that stuff, and it was always my favorite. It was like this cool, extra powerful character that could create anything with a ring. Right. It's like that's even cooler than Superman. You could literally make anything. Could you make a Superman? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, uh, yes, you could make a green Superman <laughs> to fight the actual Superman, although unless he turned yellow. Okay. And then he would always fight the Sinestro with the yellow ring, which always <laughs> would, would crack me up. But uh, um, I always thought that was really a cool character. So I was thinking, oh, wow, so much you could do with this movie. Uh, unless you hire people that don't understand comic books or comic book characters to make it. And then that's pretty much what happened. You know, Ryan Reynolds, I didn't know anything about the character before I signed on. <laughs> really? Then why, why are you in this job? Yeah. Right. Do you hire the doctor? Like, I don't know anything about performing surgery, but once I got in there, I just uh, picked it up. Well, I mean, some, but I think the Green Lantern is a particularly c- complex character. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, like, Spider Man, I think anybody gets. I, you, there's not a lot to get with yeah. Spider Man. Well, Green Lantern know? also got much, much more complicated with Jeff Johns' run with uh, Darkest Night or Blackest Night and all that stuff. I oh, mean, right. When there were more... like eight different colored yeah, rings and it, such? It, there was so the, the mythology, it's it's funny, in most recent years, the mythology got more complex and interesting mm-hmm. right at the same time when a uh, shitty, dull movie came out. Yeah. <laughs> right. When they decided to go back to the original. Well, I was given the original um, book to read. The, the, the origin story, the Golden Age orange origin story, and then the Silver Age origin story. Mm-hmm. And I don't... Uh, I read them. I liked them. It was... But the Green Lantern has never captured my, my imagination, quite honestly. Because I don't know what... I think... Because I don't know what I would do with a green ring. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. what are you going to make a pony? I don't know. I, like, yeah. I don't know what I'd make. I would make a pony. Would you? Yeah. And then right. get on it, ride off no, into he, the he, sunset? He'd, he'd totally make a dragon. Yeah, I would make a dragon. <laughs> you yeah. would make a dragon. I would make a dragon eat a pony. I would make the pony first. <laughs> I would make a dragon eat the pony. <laughs> Can you make more than one thing with the ring at a time? So It depends on your willpower. Mm. Oh, you got the willpower yeah, the willpower. It's all up here in your head. Right? It's in mm-hmm. your head. Mm-hmm. It's a, I saw Thor. I liked Thor. Thor was good. I, I liked Thor. So it's cause, and I read Thor. Best comic book movie of the summer, though, X-Men First Class, I think. I liked Thor better. But really? I liked X-Men First Class. I liked X-Men First Class. Mm. I liked... Here's what I like about the whole X-Men series, is that mutants are the problem. Uh, they... <laughs> mutants... Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that terrible Wolverine movie with huge oh, Ackman. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, he screamed at the sky no less. <laughs> than three times. Yes. No! <laughs> but uh, but he, the the, like the final <laughs> really oh my mm. opening scene. Why wouldn't Earth. it? No. <sighs> it's uh, but at the end of Wolverine, they fight at Three Mile Island. Yes, with and, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, with Ryan Reynolds. With Ryan Reynolds, which by the way, a moratorium on Ryan, Ryan Reynolds would not be out of line. Him and Jason yeah, Bateman it, it's time can take. To... Uh, why don't they just take a honeymoon and go jump over a broomstick and and oh, Kinte this? Can't I can't even, even deal. Talk about that horrible. The movie. thing coming out? Ugh. That, what is it? Change up. Change up. It's a Freaky Friday thing, right? Yes. With boys. So funny. We just had the exact same thing. On right. <laughs> yeah. Freaky Friday. Because it's mm-hmm. like every so often people feel like they have to put one of those movies out. Right, right. Trying it's to the, bring that back. I think from the, the last 90s. one was with um, Tony Curtis's daughter. Hi, I'm 107 years old. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> 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 you know, Tony Curtis's daughter. Oh, you mean that? Oh, yeah. That John movie, Barrymore's uh, granddaughter. What's yeah, her yeah. name? It's, uh... she, yeah, she's just getting real hot now with Trading Places, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, but uh, that, that was the last Freaky Friday. And I didn't mind oh, yeah. that one, actually. That one actually worked pretty well. The Jamie Lee Curtis Freaky Friday one. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Didn't see it. I with, remember it, uh, but I didn't see it. With uh, the drug addict. 
Lindsay yeah, Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. the drug addict. Let's uh, let's just refer to them by uh, by, by their scandal. Yeah, uh, that herma- the hermaphrodite daughter of, of Tony Curtis, and uh, was allowing her hair to go gray, and it's a big scandal. Did yeah. you hear about that? Oh that she, yeah. Yeah, she's unwilling to dye her hair. She's she's decided to allow the aging process. Yes. And you're like, oh yeah, she's no, allowed. No. She's allowing herself to age normally, like regular folk do. Except for not entirely like regular folks. She's still going and getting a facial like every two minutes. And, yeah. you know, it's sort of like, um, well, I suppose she's getting work done. But uh, Sandra Bullock, Sa- yeah. Sandra Bullock, I, I don't know. I don't know that she's gotten. We're not close, Sandy and I. <laughs> uh, so, but I, but I see her and I think to myself, mm, I think she's had some work. Mm. You know, I, I love Sandra Bullock because she, she was the kind of actress that never forgets kind of what she's done, where she's came from. She has a real good kind of persona and like she's uh, grounded. Real, she's real grounded. Yeah, she has it because uh, whenever she gets too high and mighty, all someone has to do is say, "Hey, you were in Demolition Man," <laughs> and then that's it. And Speed, right? Two. And Speed Two. But I, oh, I, 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 mean, she, I mean, she went and actually accepted her award at the Razzies. Yeah, that I mean, was that, that was, was one of the cool. best things. Oh, ever. That, yeah, that is pretty awesome. No, she's she's cool. I like her. When Speed yeah. Two came out, I had this joke to say about it. Pause. Turn around, come back. Do you guys like impressions? No, I'm kidding. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, Speed 2 is like watching someone run at you with a knife for an hour and a half. They were just like, oh my God, he's got a knife. And then 20 minutes ago, by, he's like, oh my God, he's still got a knife and he's running at me. Oh my God, he's got... Uh, I'm going to cut myself with this knife if he ever gets to me. <laughs> Speed 2, audience zero. <laughs> I like that. Oh, but um, I liked Gattaca. Let's talk weird movies. Horrible movie. Uh, I enjoyed it. My favorite part of it. I, I'm with you. I liked it too. I liked it. It's a terrible movie. It was a, it was, I liked it. And the only part I didn't, I thought was funny was when uh, they were constantly, when him and his brother would argue, he'd be like, yeah? Why don't you go get your swim trunks? Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, that was how they would settle everything. Yeah, yeah. To the ocean. Get your swim trunks. Let's do this. Yeah, we're going to do half a race. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And then we're never going to finish it. Was that one of Philip K. Dick's? I feel like that was one of Philip K. Dick's books. Gattaca? That's a good question. Uh, all right, somebody look it up. Get your intern. All right. Uh, Tiberius, my intern. <laughs> uh, but that could be. That it's could be. I mean, you keep your intern in a cage. I'll tell you. If Philip K. Dick had a time machine, he'd be living in a giant mansion in Malibu right now. Well, you know, he That's was the sure. one who told his wife that she needed to keep up the royalties on it. To keep up the rights on it. Oh, the copyrights. Yeah, yeah. Very she, smart. He yeah, knew. He, he knew before in, in his knew. in his cocaine madness. Uh, yeah, he before said, dying. you know, these dumb motherfuckers aren't getting me now, <laughs> right, but, but in thirty 50 years, years from, from now, now, they're totally yeah, they're gonna, gonna be. Totally yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna that's be bigger literally. than L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when he would have been sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Trump me with a religion. Oh my god. Battlefield Earth, you said that's So have you started your own religion? No. Uh so what uh yeah, so what? This was the summer of superheroes, that's for sure. And I haven't seen first of I haven't seen Captain America yet. Here's the thing uh, I'm very excited about we were talking up. about on the Comedy yeah, like Film Nerds podcast is when you have there's, oh, there's the spider. Oh crying out loud. <laughs> it is tiny. Yeah, kill yeah. him. Kill him. He's dead. I'm so sorry. Somebody oh, he's he's here, There's yeah. a divot in that. Uh, use a napkin. Use a hairy otter. <laughs> Guess what we're going to do? We're going to edit this out. Yeah. Because no one needs to be part and parcel to the killing of a spider. Um, anyway. Um, two spiders The size enter, one of spider an amoeba. 
Um, the thing that's <laughs> yeah. amazing is when you have a lot of superhero movies, especially in one summer, chances are most of them are going to be horrible, and you get one good one. Okay. Uh, it was the opposite this summer, which was so encouraging. They were all good, and, uh, and there was only, only one, one was bad that was one. Yeah. sort of mediocre, not something. Which is something. the complete opposite is what you would expect, but it was really good. But I thought Captain America was good, mm-hmm. uh, Thor was good, and I thought... Um, X-Men First Class was excellent, but even if you go even bigger or more broader with comic book movies, which is Cowboys and Aliens, which was good, right. too, but was still a comic book movie, just right. superheroes. Um, and then there was... was there a- Kick-Ass came out last summer. Yeah, right? that was or last something. summer. Was there any other comic book, uh, big comic book movies? Big? Or even small? Well, there was that one with uh, Brandon Roth, um, uh, Dylan Dog. Which, I don't even remember it's that. A, movie. It's an in, it came out and was gone in a week. <laughs> a little <laughs> it's on DVD moment. already. Wow. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, it, it was put on DVD in like three months. Um, it's it was a little indie thing that no one. What saw. would you? What 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 comic book movies would you like to see made? I mean, what? Well, I'm still desperately waiting for Neil Gaiman stuff to like you know, Sandman. Yeah. See I mean, a, we got to see Star a, a Star quality, Stardust. Yeah, quality Sandman, which actually was yeah really good. I like Stardust. Um, but I'd love you know Sandman, but it has to be handled right. Yeah, you know, they ruined the whole Constantine Hellblazer thing. So right, right, because they went with the the you know the interpretation of <laughs> right. It was of not the book and yeah. Not it was not the just, literal. Yeah, but yeah, definitely love to see. And I would love to see. You know what? I I was a big fan of you know, Vertigo. I, I used to. I loved the, the, the you know the Swamp Thing, and I loved Alan Moore's. Oh, and even uh, Rick Veach's stretch on that book. Okay, very great. What's but Rick- that would be a really great. To see it done right, not <laughs> not like they did it. Horrible, did they, horrible what, with Louis Oh, not like that camp when he looks at the camera and like gives like a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you just mean an actual Swamp horrifying. Thing movie? Um, but yeah, like, Swamp Thing is the DC one, really one right? But it was yeah. it's really okay. gothic horror. Um, yeah, it nothing was like originally gothic, like Cthulhu kind of stuff, like H.P. Lovecraft, or a little no? bit, a little bit. It had like that kind of uh, southern kind of thing to it. Yeah. Like a Southern Gothic car, like American Gothic kind of feel. Okay, I don't know. Was yeah. New Englandy is Cthulhu? New, New, <laughs> New England-y. It could be like Lock and was, Key, like the, jo- all, the Joe Hill. All Bayou related, you know. It's all oh, Louis- right, right. Louisiana. And- but so he wasn't a uh, he wasn't a man. He was a well. A, a, he thought he was a, like Alan Moore's re reimagining. He arrives right? his reimagining of it. Okay. Um, uh, Chris Mancini is going to step away <laughs> from the podcast because he's got uh, some sort of business thing happening. Something, Let's talk about the entertainment official. industry. And, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but it was it really, but it was also really, it was really metaphysical. I mean, was it like whole, spooky, like ghosts and stuff? It or? was. It was originally, and then Alan Moore really like stretched it out into much more heady stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. How whereas, so? whereas, um, Swamp Thing became. An, an elemental, an earth elemental. So oh. he was the elemental for all, you know, the plant life. Okay. Right? And he could he could slip his consciousness out of his body into anywhere in into any, like anywhere any... that vegetation, anywhere there was any kind of vegetation. So he could like travel the planet and even into space. Into space. Anywhere there's even a microbial plant life, he could. Huh. You could possess it. Was it? Did cool. it have like an environmental theme to it at all? Or? Sometimes, yeah, it yeah. did. 
Because yeah. Alan Moore, I mean, he's such a curmudgeon, that dude. Uh, <laughs> he really is. He really, I mean, I really like his stuff, he's but like a, it's always... He's like a big antisocial wizard. Right, right. <laughs> right, right. Alan Moore. He's just, he's like a get off my lawn kind of guy. Yeah, he's just like, yeah. did you, I guess some, he wrote something about the new comic books and how the kids should just get it together. And you're like, yeah. the kids you're talking about are 47 years old. <laughs> I know, we somehow, read your stuff 20 years ago, Alan. Yeah, it's a, We've been reading your stuff for a yeah, long time. Yeah, it turns time. out... Stan Lee has somehow come to peace with his own items. Yeah. You might want to do it as well. Yeah, absolutely. And V for Vendetta was one of my... wonderful. I never read the the book, though. Did you ever read the books? Oh, yeah. Yeah? I I still... I may... Let's see. I think I still have the the collection. It was like written Margaret Thatcher time, right? It was like an early 80s, mid-80s. Yeah, it was a mid-80s thing along with... The same era as like Watchmen. Right. And then just the fury of that sort of what was considered uber right-wing at the time and and his reaction to it. Um, But I thought that the the, when they they, because they did do an interpretive dance when they when they did the (laughs) when they did the the movie. And I thought they nailed it. I thought so, too. Yeah, that was was, that was one that I think a lot of people were worried about. And Alan Moore, of course, doesn't believe in any film adaptation of his work. Right. I don't understand. I mean, it's not like he draws, does he? Does he do the art as well? No, that was um, Dave Gibbons. Right. And Gibbons was on board because that was the year I went to Comic-Con. Okay. And Dave Gibbons was on. That was the last year you went? That was the only year, I think. Oh, you've only been once? Yeah. I've only been... I I went one year for reels. Like, just to see it and and see the spectacle. Yeah. And I'm not very good with crowds. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm okay if I'm in front of them. uh, (laughs) What, is there behind me? Right. And uh, and, and I can run and I can see them all at once (laughs) and I can hide at some point. But, yeah, the... uh, I can't... Yeah. It's what so you went that year, which that would have been year. about four years ago, right? Or yeah, that was the year um, right before *Beef and Vendetta* came out, right before *Superman Returns* came out. So okay, Brian Singer was there and had like a five-minute Dealy Bob, where he tried to sell the movie. Yeah, yeah, and duped us pretty much. Duped us into <laughs> thinking that he was gonna. I have a hard time with Superman sometimes, just because of how powerful he is. Yeah, it's such it's such an icon. Yeah, yeah and all, really all I want to do is watch the origin story. Like I don't I, I don't yeah. know how to do an on, an ongoing Superman story that would be interesting. Yeah, Batman has a better chance with me. You know, for for yeah, ongoing kind of stuff. Though I like right now, I'm reading a lot of sort of other bats, Batgirl, Batwoman, Bat. Uh, I'm just reading that Gary Rucka Batwoman. Uh, um, I, I haven't read a Batman comic stuff in in a long, long in a time. long time. What yeah. are you reading now? Like in real life? Like uh, what are you sitting around and? and well, I'm like I said, I'm just. It's 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 just. Um, Do you mostly read fiction or nonfiction or internet um, or a variety of stuff? I'm reading. Man, I have like I think I'm reading like six books right now. Oh, good, nice. <laughs> um, Confederacy of Dunces, which I've never read, so I finally me neither. Decided I've to dive tried in. it. You know uh, what? I don't care that winter is coming in that either. Yeah. And so I understand as a yeah, Pulitzer I, Prize, I'm I'm not going to read Cormac McCarthy either. They're both depressing. Uh, the road. Yeah, the road was really good, and, <laughs> oh, did you and like the movie it? adaptation. It's yeah, it's not musical comedy. Um, it's no singing <laughs> in the rain. <laughs> it's no oh, Oklahoma the music man. Uh, yeah, music man. None of that. But it, it but it's powerful and it's really good. And the and the film and well done. Was really, yeah. you know, well done in, in that regard. But I'm you know I'm I went the same way. I'm like I'm. I'm 
I'm about I think like a third of the way through this Confederacy of Dunces, and I'm just not. I'm just. I feel like I'm missing something. Right. Well, you know and the I mean? thing is, because he's such a a tragic figure, and yeah. you're like, no, you're supposed to laugh at him. And I was like, what if I don't want to laugh at him? It's kind yeah. of mean. It, it seems enormously <laughs> like, mean. I was like, yeah. this dude's broken. Why don't I go yeah. stand in front of the Seven yeah. Eleven and laugh at that guy? Sure. Because God knows there's plenty of them in town. Right. In L.A. Because Welcome to Los Angeles. Terrible thing. I can step do. over them every other. Um, excerpt yeah so what else are you reading i'm reading um white line fever the autobiography of lemmy ian kilminster from Motherhead, which is fantastic so far because the man really should be dead <laughs> what is it is it a band uh motorhead's the oh, band motorhead the band and lemmy is is the founder he's 60 okay. something and right. his, and he's he really he should be dead he's okay. every so episode many i like to not know something that's great enormously name. great name from uh, him always going lemmy a fiver lemmy a fiver <laughs> Uh, Ian Kilmister is his name, but he's and Filthy Animal is the uh, the name of the well, drummer, right? Used to be, used to be. Oh. Yeah, was was well, in the band. Uh, I'm back, by the way. I had um, to stop <laughs> stepping away. Yeah, Chris Mancini had he had to talk to the industry. Yeah, yeah. I did. Uh, uh, Filthy Animal Taylor was in the band, then left, and then came back for a record, and then left again. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't been in the band in ten years. It's amazing okay. how long this band has been around. Where's Motorhead from? Peoria, England. Illinois. Oh, England. England. Yeah, and uh, Cheap Trick is from Peoria, Illinois. Oh, uh, <laughs> really? That I did not know. I, well, there's, uh, yeah, I, just, I had, that was the only musical thing I knew. Motorhead, Cheap Trick. For some reason, are are they of the same era? Well, Motorhead's been around since '74, so pretty close. <laughs> yeah, okay, within, within a year or two. Right, because yes. uh, that that because they were the only band that I could think of at the same. T- I mean, I suppose Deep Purple. Um, <laughs> sure. sure. Also, also the same era, seventies. But Motorhead basically is just really loud and really fast. Okay, so it's like speed metal kind of. Kind or of. They're, metal, they're but... sort of created. They're sort of considered like the Godfathers of metal, or oh, are they? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was Acid Rock? What was that? That was something I remember somebody yeah, saying in acid, 1977. Yeah, acid rock. <laughs> I only listen to acid rock, man. Not do you? I think it's rock that you actually listen to while on acid. It sounds like I like to do it on mushrooms, man, because it's because it's because uh, it's natural, rock. man. Because it's natural, you got to go outside. Because <laughs> 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 I can grow it. Because <laughs> I can grow it myself, man. Grow my own drugs. Oh, yeah, you know when I when we moved into this house, there was a pot plant growing in the backyard, and the dude that cuts our lawn and has cut our lawn for some time. Why don't I just admit that he's our gardener? Anyway, so, uh, we we have a gardener. Just some anyway, guy that just a, does that. It's not a seventeen-year-old boy who does it for five dollars a week. Uh, so um, this guy's cheaper. This guy's sadly, sadly, <laughs> cheaper. sadly cheaper. It's about twelve bucks a week, <laughs> and uh, and we we were the only ones who gave him a raise because <laughs> we're like, this seems absurd, Rodolfo. You're fifty. Anyway, so. <laughs> Rodolfo, Rodolfo cuts everybody's lawn mm-hmm. on the entire block. Like, so if he's getting fifty wow. bucks a month from from at least seven different houses, mm-hmm. and that's what he does on Tuesday, and so I think yeah. he's he's making an okay living. He does like to hug me and kiss me on the cheek. It seems like a lot from the guy. Oh, does he knock on the Sounds door? Sounds almost like a tip that Do you're that? not intending to give. I'm not. <laughs> 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 you are correct, Neil Weekly, because like, I don't want to give it. Well, stop sure. giving him extra money. He's, he's, you're sending him mixed signals, Jackie. Right, and you should see what I wear. Yeah. And, uh, 
I was like, maybe give him an extra $5 not to hug and kiss you. Well, I know. you know, Plus, like, he's been cutting lawns for a couple of hours. And I'm like, dude, I don't need to hug your that's sweaty, just crazy. just the beginning of it, really, yeah. isn't it? That's right. It's just it's such a lot of work. <laughs> and, uh, but he, it was a big pot plant in our backyard. And he was like, oh, yeah, you should keep this. And I was like, hmm. I think like, not. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to. So Andy took it to work. Or he asked at work if anybody wanted it. It turns out nobody wants it. Nobody wants to grow their own weed anymore. <laughs> the DEA will take away their apartment. They want to buy it. They all just want to buy it themselves. Nobody wants to. Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's got any worth it, work ethic anymore. No, you know, I'm going to grow my own weed. I'm no, going to get those buds no, myself. Buy it from somebody else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No one takes pride in their work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we die. Oh, because of motor breath or motor Motorhead. head. Motor breath? Is motor breath a thing? Um, not nope. Know well, some, probably some unsigned band. Somewhere. Well, yeah, I think it's also the name of a song. That That's the I uh, had... tribute. That's the motorhead tribute band <laughs> is motor breath. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be awesome. Is there a song called motor breath? Uh, no. Not that I know. Okay. Uh, I thought you said yet. there was. Because <laughs> I think there was will from... tomorrow. I had a band on uh, Beatallica. It's a... Beatles Metallica oh, mashup. Wow, oh, nice! In the first uh, one of the first ten episodes of the pre-recorded people go back in time, and uh, <laughs> and they, they they it's mu- it's live live music. They play uh, essentially Beatles songs and sing, and the lead singer sounds exactly like the lead singer from Metallica. Wow! So he's just like all guttural and hey dude, <laughs> and it's like that. So. It's that would, ridiculous. That would be actually kind of cool. Actually, yeah, I would listen to that. Uh, you should listen to it. Yeah. And uh, he, they're from they're a pub band from Milwaukee, so no, nice. they're quite nice. Yeah, cool. and they're huge in Europe. Wow! Why wouldn't they be? Right? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. So, what else are you reading? Let's let's go there. Uh, let's see. So I'm reading that and. Um... What else did I... I want you to read the Joan London autobiography. That's the next words out of your mouth. Wow. <laughs> be like something crazy. London. Well, I haven't even heard the name Joan London in 10 years. Two episodes think. ago, I had a guy on who only reads celebrity biographies. <laughs> wow. Did, and, wait, and did he get them signed? He London. goes, waits in line. That would have been an excellent question. Yeah. <laughs> I will be you know, uh, emailing they, they Brian always, Safi. They always have book signings. Celebrities. They do. Constantly, they do indeed. In I just finished um, listening to uh, Tina Fey's Bossy Pants. Um, <laughs> Did she read it? She reads it, and it's fantastic. And, you know, she says in the beginning of the book, she's like, there's not going to be any huge reveals. Like, it's not going to be like she doesn't have cancer or she wasn't molested or anything. But there were a series of tiny reveals, which built a vision of exactly the kind of person that she is, That's which is um, – a really smart, very funny person who um, is kind of a dick sometimes. In other words, she's a comic. <laughs> I was like, and she's, um, you know, just sort of, and there'd be like these passing things because, you know, people always say, hey, what's it like being the boss at 30 Rock? And she's like, I know people are always asking Donald Trump that. People are always asking, <laughs> what's it like being the boss? Uh, it turns out it's just uh, being the boss. It'll be fine. And <laughs> she just bosses people around because she's good at it. And yeah. So I, I just read that one. What about you, Chris? What are you reading? Anything? Yes, I am. Uh, oddly enough, reading the same uh, author that I was last time. I went through. I went through all of the. Uh, um, uh, what are, oh, Percy Jackson books. I read all five. With the lightning thief. Well, yeah, the lightning thief. Because I watched the uh, movie, which was uh, horrible, and I mm. thought. But everyone kept saying how Bad. good the books were. I'm like, okay, oh, let me give them a chance. How were they? And you know what? They were like Harry Potter, very light. Like very well, very light, light Harry, like super light Harry, super Potter. light Harry Potter uh, until you get to but you could see the formula was definitely yeah. being uh, followed the okay. Harry Potter formula where they start off super light 
And then as the fourth or fifth books kind of hit, they get a little darker, more violent, okay. and all that stuff. And uh, the stakes are raised. Stakes are raised, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's still Harry Potter light. And right. uh, and I'm thinking, I'm reading these books, and then I'm thinking, uh, how much even more so did Chris Columbus fuck up that movie? Which like, one? Uh, like the, <laughs> oh, like the when he did lightning the Lightning Thief. thief. And uh, I'm, I'm looking. I don't know what his pitch was, but like we're gonna take everything cool that's in these books and either throw it away or ruin it. <laughs> like it's unbelievable. Like how much how different the movie and the books are where Chris Columbus I mean he just it, it takes a lot of work to miss the point of a book about kids and mythology you it know really it really does it really does you really have to not understand well, material to really yeah, don't that, even get me started out. about Peter Jackson and uh, the fact Percy that Jackson and the lightning thief no no Peter Jackson <laughs> and the uh, Lord of the Rings and him not realizing that the heroes of the of the of the books are the hobbits and it's not fucking Viggo Mortensen I don't and, know I uh, think he got that I, I don't think, think he did he <laughs> never did. He never did. In well, my opinion, no, I, the only I way I can watch those movies, and I and I, whenever I watch those movies, I have to forget that I've I've ever read the books. I can't. Really? Yeah, well, I, I can enjoy both. I, I can enjoy both. I love the books, and I can like the movies because he. I think he got the world really, really well. Mm-hmm. But like, he didn't include different lines. Like um, when you know he's got he's got first of all he's got Sam abandoning Frodo. On the on the uh, right before Mount Doom. Well, that never happened. Well, I there's think, no Sam leaving Frodo. That's I, I think, not possible. I think too. You've you've really got to give the filmmakers a little bit of leeway with um, you know book versus movie. I really I really think sure. there definitely has to be a little bit more interpretation. Um, well, I mean, you, I say you pick a lane. You know, or what are you going to do? Are you going to get the world right, or are you going to get the characters right? And it would have been nice if he would have gotten, because Frodo, Vigo, you know, Viggo Mortensen, the, the Aragorn, never questions that he is king. He never questions his ancestry. He doesn't question whether he has the right to do anything, or you know, he has, but he, the, I, that's I, never an issue. All that stuff to me is forgivable, and the in the interest of a oh my god, uh, that's a, it's, it's a, the only it's the only a, things a, that aren't forgivable. A compelling movie. Here's what I don't have a problem with: the fact that there are elves at Helm's Deep. Some people are like, "There's no Helm elves at Helm's." Deep. I was like, "I could give a shit if the elves show up at Helm's Deep." They, what the hell? Yeah. I w- I liked the elves at Helm's Deep. That was nice. I did wonder where they were in the book <laughs> when uh, when. <laughs> And when why Legolas and, and Gimli discuss about how, because Legolas says in the book, he's like, why isn't there, why don't I, I should, oh man, if I could just have a hundred elven archers, that'd be awesome. And um, and Gimli says, do you want to send for them? And uh, and Legolas says, yeah, they're already, they're already fighting. They're, they're already, they, they got problems on their own fronts. Yeah, they're busy right now. They're <laughs> they're fighting the billion orcs that are over to the left. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Who keeps so, making all these orcs? Uh, yes. But yeah, um, I'm reading actually a children's series that's, uh, I just, I've only read the first one and they're British and it's a new, it's, it's new to the United States series. It's called the Cherub series. Mm-hmm. And Cherub yeah. is a, it's an MI5, MI6, MI11, whatever the British intelligence, uh, yeah, the MI, right? MI5. Right? Yeah. MI6, but I think it might be, MI5, MI6. it might There's be a fake ones. one. It yeah. might be a fake like one. Like an MI13 or, or something. Or, right. One that's off the grid. But it's essentially <laughs> like an Ender's Game meets. Uh, <laughs> Is it like a British Spy Kids? Yep. It's British Spy Kids. Uh, it's yeah, it's yeah. kids between the ages of 10 and 17 sure are sent is. on spy missions. And it's super dark. The first one is called The Recruit, and it is full on, the, in the first chapter, The Recruit, his mom dies, 
because she's clinically obese and she's a uh, shoplifter and uh, and she ends up drinking herself to death in like the first chapter. All right. And you're like, wait, what just happened? Uh, it's just like Oklahoma. Well, <laughs> well, you know, dark kids books, they're they're much more compelling for us adults anyway. Yeah, but, uh, true enough. Um, the series that I also read was Hunger Games. I read that. Those three. Yeah, have you read that? Are they good? Really, okay, really dark. about that. Very dark. And they still have those dopey Twilight moments that it could really... Yeah do without where it's that love triangle Whoa. but here's the thing um it's completely forgivable because the world is so brutal and so miserable and so, uh, so violent and, yeah any light at all that they can shed on it i'm like yeah. i will take that yeah. i will take it's that like, light. it's like such a glimmer and uh, and <laughs> yeah. here's the great thing you actually have a female protagonist who is active the Twilight series, yeah. you have a professional victim who is yeah. being either saved or being chased by monsters. Right. Yeah. Right. This one, she actually takes control of her life and uh, yeah, and has to kill people to survive. Jennifer Lawrence in the film. Yeah, it's good. So I don't have high hopes for the film, but uh, the books themselves are, are, are great. Yeah, the books are really well done. It's funny because I read the Dragon Tattoo books, okay. and then yeah, the those. next yeah. series that I read was The Hunger Games. Wow, and like, you, you you didn't hang yourself and after I, that. <laughs> I didn't decide to eat a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> in the next heartbeat. <laughs> I had to read yeah. Eat, Pray, Love just to cleanse my palate. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm also reading a bunch of Ross Thomas books, which are, um, he's a he's a political thriller guy who started writing. He was in, he was like in, in World War II in the Philippines. And so he started writing, I think, in 1955 or something and died in 1995. And um, I've now read like five of the 14 books that essentially they're they're fancy Spencer for hire. They're they're okay. well written Ludlum or Koontz or except that there's no spooky stuff. The only Koontz book I ever read was a spooky one. Oh, yeah. You ever read he, any he Dean Koontz? Yeah. No, uh, but he he writes one every six weeks, right? Right, right. <laughs> and then he has a commercial about yeah, it. On yeah. TV about how Hawking prolific it. he is. <laughs> <laughs> My next book is <laughs> is almost done. <laughs> yes. And uh, it's uh, it's called Shitty First Draft. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so so you guys uh it's been an hour wow already yeah i mean that's the thing about the dork forest is that tweet 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 it just goes right by and nice. uh, the, time does fly i like going fly. a little random little movies little comic books little books we did a little little it smattering was, it was nice and yeah. uh and it's it's nice because i like there's two different kind of things that we're doing now with the dork forest it seems to be where someone loses their mind at me about the one thing that they love they love love and it's awesome and then it's kind of this is lighter where we're just talking about books and movies and 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 just general dorkdoms which i really like as well so i like it all quite honestly i'm a bit of a chameleon so um let's talk about comedy film nerds what what what's the new what's the next movies you're gonna see neil oh or i'm bound to see the rise of the planet of the apes (laughs) oh are you bound to (laughs) (laughs) well initially it seemed like i I mean i was gonna i mean i was gonna see it anyway just because i love the original Right. series of course it's so do you, great is it based on the battle for the planet of the apes this do you is, think this, the ricardo montalban one no this one's um because technically it's not really the planet of the apes yet no right this one's <laughs> right really so like it has to rise. be the rise really like a yeah. retelling or of, it could be transition into the planet of the apes <laughs> it's not really we were talking about it's not really a it's not a remake not of a one remake, of the existing it's not a prequel ones. either it's yeah. sort of a retelling a of remake I mean, like potentially, they could do the entire series again based off of this, if it, right? If it 
They're pulling a Star Trek it pays, on it. It pays off, anyway. Yeah, it's basically mm-hmm. a retelling of the uh, origin Is there going to be another Star Trek movie? Because I like that first 2013, one. 2013, probably, yeah. 2013 coming yeah, it's gonna out? it's going to take 2013. Oh, that long? Yeah, I think they start shooting... I think I read they start shooting in January and it's not coming out till 2013. Oh, wow. because oh, Abrams. I thought they did a really, else. I think they did a really nice job with that Star Trek movie. I thoroughly I thought so. enjoyed it. I thought they really that nailed the characters. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was fun. It was, though, Chuck full of fun. So, I, somebody had some complaint about... Um, Matt Weinhold hated it. Oh, that was it. It yeah. was Matt Weinhold and I <laughs> yeah, think he was, he was on the show. And he, he did this huge article about what, everything that was wrong with the movie. It was hilarious. It wasn't like yeah, just yeah, you should like read it. that, folks. Go to the comedy film. He despised it. Yeah, and search Matt Weinhold well, then you'll see this giant article about how why, you're wrong. Yeah, I was like, why are everybody else wrong, wrong about, about Star, Star Trek? Trek. And, yeah. nobody's, and nobody's a bigger Star Trek nerd than him. Oh, yeah. I know. He's, he's a huge, biggest nerd ever. Hated mm-hmm. It. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he's a little, He's a little strict in his law and his, uh, his rules about it, though. Yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, but he, it's... Um, <laughs> He, I've played. I've played action figures with him. <laughs> we, we, we recreated. We recreated the uh, <laughs> the battle. It was awesome. We were sitting on the floor because he's got all the action figures. Oh, sure. So we were just. We just set it up. We said it was awesome. We set up <laughs> right. Like the the <laughs> the fight. Anyway. So what? Uh, so comedy film nerds. Yes, we've got a lot. Uh, lot. Lot going on. Yeah, lot talk going it up. On. We've got. Uh, we just. Uh, we're starting to distribute feature films now. Um, right digitally and we just um people can download the whole film whole film whole feature film we we have afghanistan which is graham elwood's documentary about going to afghanistan friend of the show yes. also been on, needs henry, to be on again henry phillips is punching the clown about oh do you uh, have that one yep we have that digitally and as a dvd but and we just added and we're the only one to have this digitally is dean Haglund's new movie the truth is out there which is all about conspiracy theories and all the conspiracy theory people that come up to him after conventions and stuff and tell them they're crazy theories Wow. Um, and then it, it's it's done in such a way that uh, Dean is like that that kind of like moderator where he never judges. And okay. so you can watch it. He kind of moderates it and you kind of judge for yourself whether this person's out of their minds. Like or Chris there, Rock and good them. hair. <laughs> <laughs> where he's like, I'm not saying yeah. you shouldn't yeah. <laughs> get your hair done. I'm just saying you might not want to do exactly what you're. Okay. So it's a fascinating wow. documentary. Okay. Uh, that's it is great. Actually, I, actually you and can read a review of it. Yes. And it, it, it's very long. So you get your money's worth. <laughs> it is. Oh, very nice. Very nice. And But that's, that's what we're doing. And we've got, uh, you know, our podcast and our, articles neil writes uh, at least one a week yeah and uh we're a little behind on a couple movies we need to we need to catch up on a few like uh um uh, crazy love yeah crazy, crazy stupid, stupid love, love. yeah love. We still, we which i want to see yeah yeah so do we um but and uh books always a lot of books we got a lot of stuff on the site so please come by enjoy relax and buy something <laughs> <laughs> and buy something for the love of god <laughs> people you've done vital work neil weekly chris mancini thank you so much for coming on the show and uh See you next time, folks. Bye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we. You. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?